The first day at school is a huge milestone, both for our children and for us as parents. But whilst it can feel nerve-wracking, it can also be hugely exciting too. It's all down to how you prepare your child for that moment they walk into reception for the first time. David Barker is head teacher at the Oaklands Primary School in Acox Green, so he has lots of experience in seeing children arrive on their first day. We invited him onto the podcast to talk about what skills families should try to develop over the summer before starting school and what to do on that very first morning. Welcome back to Brummy Mummies. My name is Zoe Chamberlain. I'm a journalist, author and mum. I launched Brummy Mummies as a community for families to share with you stories from the most inspiring mums and dads to help you find out how they juggle family life and everything that comes with it. David has lots of advice and he's really reassuring about starting school. So let's get straight into talking to him now. Hi, David. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Hi, Zoe. Thank you for having me. So starting reception is such a big thing for kids. And I think it is for parents as well, especially if it's your first time. What um, can families do over the summer to help prepare for September? Absolutely. I think starting school is that huge milestone for everyone involved, isn't it? For parents, for carers and particularly for the children. And what we do want is it for the, to be that positive and exciting experience for all involved. Um, some schools will send out guidance and advice on what they want um, parents to be doing in preparation for September. I know we do that here at the Oaklands, but I think the most important thing is to talk positively about school and get children excited, curious um, and wanting to go to school rather than us putting our own reservations um, on the experience. All schools that I know, the earliest teams are very hands-on and they're very skilled in what they do and they're ready there to get your children used to those day-to-day tasks But children will feel more confident and proud, in my experience, if they're kind of more prepared and self-sufficient to be those independent learners. And there are a few things that parents can be doing at home over the summer to get them ready for that. Some examples are using the bathroom. Um, We are very experienced with dealing with our youngest children and when accidents do happen. And it's a natural thing. It does happen. But it can sometimes lead to a bit of embarrassment or children feeling a little bit upset. So I think helping your child over the summer holidays for example getting used to removing those layers and that school uniform which might be something they're not used to before getting them used to taking that off to go to the toilet getting children used to wiping themselves flushing the toilet and washing their hands that would that would really help your child feel that independence that they need um getting dressed is a big one as well um and school clothes, obviously, but also the coats. We often find children really struggle to put on and take off their coats, particularly with the zips and the buttons. So get your child used to doing that, um, particularly as we're moving into those kind of autumn and winter months where in early years, it's very natural to be going in and out all of the time and children want their coat on, want their coat off. So getting them used to that and shoes as well. And I'm sure all parents think of this, but Velcro is the best form of shoes, really. Gets children used to taking them on and off um, as well. When it comes to eating, it's probably one of the first experiences children will be eating away from their parents as well. So being able to use the cutlery um, would really help. It gets them used to those fine motor skills as well, which later on help with that need for writing. Um, But also drinking from an open cup um, is something that children sometimes struggle with. So getting used to that is an advantage. And the other one is asking for help because 
Our staff in our early years are very skilled in identifying children's needs and talking to children. But if children have got the confidence to just say, I need help or I'm not sure or can you help me with this? That really helps children become those independent learners that we want them to be. Yeah, that's really helpful. And definitely, yes, to the Velcro shoes. There's no way my kids would have managed on the first Absolutely. day with lace-ups. <laughs> yeah. So what about um, kind of academic skills? Would you expect them to be able to read certain words or write or use a pencil? What What kind of expectations are there? Yeah. And again, like I said, each school will send out their own guidance depending on what they want the children to come home with. And reception is all about getting those learning routines, establishing relationships and developing independence. And what early years practitioners do best is supporting the child to the individual needs. But if there's some things you want to get the children ready for, for when they come into reception, one of them is getting used to holding a pencil. Now, each school will have their own style of pencil grip um, and kind of teach a way for children to do that. So ask your school How do you hold the pencil? What do you teach? And get them used to that. But do it through fun activities at home. So over the summer, get the children colouring, get them just exploring how to use a pencil and making their own marks. And the one thing I love about children is their imagination. They will tell you anything about a mark on a piece of paper. So get them used to doing that and telling you all about it. One of the biggest things for me is books. Um, At the Oaklands, we love reading and we promote reading at every opportunity When the children start in reception here, we provide them all with a book bag and a new book to really promote that. So something you could be doing over the summer holidays is reading to your child. Um, There's so much research out there about the impacts reading can have on children. But some of the things it does, it, it comforts, it reassures, it provides security. Children relax. They can have fun. It just it gives happiness to children. So just read stories to your child about that just to get them a love of reading and then when they move into reception that will just flourish them yeah um recognizing their own name is important because a lot of schools will do self-registration or things are labeled with their child's name and the classic one of uniform being named as well so they can spot when they've put their jumper down and things like that but knowing to recognize their own name and if your child is at a point where they can write their own name then do encourage that but the staff will do that when the children do come into reception In terms of maths, you could play some counting games with children. It could be fun as when you're walking up the stairs, just counting up and down. Um, When you're practicing doing up your buttons as well, counting one, two, three. And there's so many rhymes out there as well. Children log on to those rhymes and it really does help them remember. Concentration's one you can always have a go at home. Giving some simple instructions of what you might want your children to do. Kind of two or three steps and say, go and do this, then this, then this, and see if they can follow those simple instructions you're giving. And and a big one, I'm sure parents will love this one, is getting them to tidy up and sort out in their own room. Because what early years staff do very well is establish those routines very quickly because all the equipment is is readily available to children. And that's that's the beauty of early years, that children can select their own equipment but being trained in what you take, you put back and get that space organised is is really important. So, yeah, getting used to tidying up. Gosh, I wish I'd mastered the secret of that reception. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't done that now. <laughs> so do you think it's important to get them into a routine in the days leading up to starting school? 
I think it can help because it is going to be a strange situation for the children. You know, they're in an unfamiliar setting, they're with unfamiliar people. It's a routine they're not used to. So my advice would be in those few days leading up to starting school, talk to the, your child every day. This is what you're going to be doing. We're going to practice. So it's things like getting up at the time that they will be needing to to get to work, uh, to get to school, having breakfast as they would normally getting themselves dressed as well and getting to start thinking about taking responsibility, even though they are um, four or five years old. Things like, have you got your book bag? Have you remembered your reading book? Have you got your water bottle? Just those basic routines that they're going to do every single day. And, you know, children adapt to things like this so well. So just start a few days before and I'm sure they'll be fine when they start. So what do you do if a child's nervous or worried about starting reception? Yeah, and that is normal. You know, children will be nervous and worried, as I said before, because it is, it is unfamiliar, it's strange. They Some children could be leaving their parents for the first time. But the best thing to do to prepare children for that is, like I said, is talk so positively about school. Talk to them about the new friends they'll make, the amazing teachers they're going to be that are there to look after them, to play with them, to help them learn new things. Most schools I know, and particularly ours, invite parents in before the summer holidays for those kind of open days where children can come and familiarise themselves with the setting as well. If your school's not for those, do contact your school because I'm sure they're more than willing to have you in, to show you rounds, because ultimately we want that transition to be as smooth as possible for you as parents, but also for the children. Um, there are some great books out there. I mean, there's so many books out there about helping parents talk to children about starting school. And three that I like um, that I'll recommend are, there's one called Lula's First Day and it's by Anna McQuinn. Um, it's from a set of books, which is great. It's about this little girl and all the milestones she goes through within the early years. And this particular book, um, Her First Day, is all about the experience she has at school, even though she's got a little bit of anxiety when her mum does go. So I'd recommend that. The second one is Starting School and that's by Janet and Alan Allberg. Um and it's quite an enchanting book, actually. And it's all about reassuring children that when they start school for the first time, it is going to be a great experience. And it's setting them up for that journey that, that they will be on. And the last one, um, a particular favourite down in our reception at the moment, is Harry and the Dinosaurs Go to School by Ian Wybrow. Um, and it's a book that Harry, where Harry isn't sure he's going to like school. He's quite nervous about it, but he does have his bucket of dinosaurs with him but he also meets a friend and realizes that school is a great place to meet friends and have those experiences so they're three books I would do but ultimately I think talk to your child about school and put it in that positive light so so they are excited about it that's a really nice idea I remember reading at least two of those <laughs> and they are they they are reassuring aren't they they certainly are yeah do you think it's okay for kids to bring in a comfort item if they want to Absolutely, because we want anything to help that transition be smooth. And some children do need that comfort and that familiarity. I mean, something we do at the Oaklands is we ask parents to bring in photos of their family as well. And that's displayed and it's all year. So I've st we've still got them up now from the start of the year. And then children see that as a comfort. Look, and you'll see them at the end of the day as well. They'll be picking you up. So, yes, yeah, so speak to your school. But there's no we don't mind people bringing in things at all. So what are the rules on the age a child should start school? Can you defer entry or start part-time if you feel that your child's not ready? Yes, all what we as schools have to follow is we do have to follow the guidance that is by the DfE um, and 
you're able to access that through through uh, Google. Um, but most children do generally start school in the September after their fourth birthdays. But there could be some kind of benefit to delaying that. For example, if there's some delayed medical condition or some developmental delays, I think the best thing to do is to talk to the individual school and speak to the head teacher about what process they've got within their school. But I do think it's worth highlighting that as teachers, we we understand children coming to school at different developmental stages, that they're all at their own individual starting points. And we will work with the children and the families to help that child settle into the school. Um, but if you do want more information, I'd recommend just looking at the DfE for the guidance on starting school and then speaking to the school that you're going to be joining. Do you think it helps if children have been to preschool or nursery before starting in reception? I think this is down to the individual child and how the that parent feels about their child. You know, as a parent, your child better than anyone in the world. Talking from a personal experience in that, we do have a nursery attached to our school. So um, we're fortunate in having that because I get to see the impact of having a nursery. Um, what we find is that when our children are in nursery and they move to reception, they, they, they've got strength in that communication and language. They... They meet their friends. They start that kind of relationships earlier on. Uh, From a school point of view, we can teach children the routines, ready to move into reception. We're able to unpick if there's any referrals that need happening or anything around speech and language that we might need to do. But ultimately, it is an individual thing and it is down to you as a parent. Do you want your child to be in a nursery or do you want to have them to have a different experience before they move into reception? I guess in some ways it helps if, that they've already got used to being away from mum and dad for a while. Absolutely. You know, we've got children here at the Oaklands that do 15 hours, 30 hours. And we do see, I mean, over the years, it's great to see their confidence building, their friendship groups happening. And it it does set them up for reception. um, And we see that here. Um, What should you do if you think your child's got special education needs before they start reception, if you've kind of spotted something that you think needs addressing? speak to the school. Um, all teachers are trained in supporting children to succeed, including children with SEND. And, you know, every mainstream school has a SENCO who is specifically there to support families and children with children with ed- uh, specific educational needs. But if you are worried, um, also speak to your health visitor as well um, and talk about the concerns you've got and and then keep talking to the school. You want that communication between home and schools. Keep going um, to support that child, whatever the needs are. Yes. So what do you think parents should do on the first morning? Um, should they plan to go into the classroom or just wave goodbye from the playground? What, what in your experience works best? The most unpredictable day is that first day in reception because you just don't know how children are going to react. It could be the most confident child and they come in and they do get tearful or it could be that child that has been nervous all summer and just walk straight into the class like they own the classroom. You can't preempt it, but what we find works very well is parents wave them, say, I'm going to see you at the end of the day. Give them that reassurance that you are going to see them at the end of the day and you're going to hear about all the fantastic things that that child has got uh, is, has done and then walk away. And the, the staff are all skilled in nurturing the children, comforting the children. But ultimately, talk to the staff. If your child is distressed or upset, then by all means, come in, help that child get into that routine, get them to find where their coat peg is, see what happens that morning. I think we we can plan for anything, but 
until that day happens, just take it in its, how it happens, but talk to the teachers. And what should you do if your child is clingy and perhaps they carry on being clingy over the the, you know the next couple of days or weeks yeah and, and that is natural we do get children that are that are clingy because it's, it's a new experience and they've got that that comfort of being with their parents in that home space and they're being taken to somewhere else but work with the school you know the homeschool partnership is the strongest bond that we can get and staff are skilled in supporting that transition into the classroom but I think talking to the teachers at the start and end of the day, get that communication going. Um, and they could be providing little tips that you can be doing as well, or you can be providing them little tips, what you know works for your child. Is there something that you can start talking about to bring them down? Or is it something that distracts them that you can talk about? I think it's important to have that dialogue with the teacher so that you both understand that child very quickly together. Yeah, it's interesting you say about the dialogue. How much um, feedback can parents expect to get on after the first day or the first week or go forward? Yeah, I think the beauty of early is particularly here is that that dialogue can happen at the start and end of every single day. You know, teachers are on the door, welcoming, greeting, talking to parents. Um, I would expect to have that informal feedback at the end of the day, you know, and that can be verbally or it could be the thumbs up or a smile just to say how that child's day's gone. Um, schools have very many different ways of communicating. Um, I mean, we have workshops in September straight away, so we can get that feedback from parents. We can share things with parents. Parents' evenings will be within the first half of term as well. Many schools now have the online platforms of sharing information. I mean, we use something where there's that open chat that can be between uh, parents and staff. So if you've got a concern at the end of the day, they can just type a message and the staff can respond. I think it's just knowing what your child's school does um, in relation to communication. But I would expect those informal conversations daily between early years and the parents. That's been really reassuring. Thank you so much, David. No, no, thank Was you. Was there anything else that you'd like to add? No, I don't think so. I think just take it as one of those milestone experiences for you as parents and for the child, you know, it's it's something that only happens once and we want it to be the best experience, the most memorable experience. So talk positively um, and I really hope that your child has the greatest start in their education. And don't forget to label all the clothes. Don't forget <laughs> to label all the clothes. You'll be, you'll be hearing that all the way through their school life. Label the school clothes, absolutely. You can read more of David's advice on the Birmingham Live website and on the Brummy Mummies Facebook page. Please share this episode with anyone who may find it useful. We have lots more episodes on everything from settling into nursery to how to make the most of parents' evenings. Why not subscribe to keep updated on school news and tips? Brummy Mummies is a laudable production, which you can download or stream on all major podcasting platforms, including Spotify and Apple. Follow Brummy Mummies on social media and sign up to our free newsletter. See you next time and good luck on the first day of school.